Hi, everybody, and welcome to the KC Chiropults podcast, brought to you by CATS Consultants, helping chiropractors keep their pulse on the profession. I'm Dr. Michael Perush. I'm joined in the studios today with my good friend, Dr. Troy Fox. Troy, it's good to see you again. How are What's you? What's up? What's up? I'm doing really good today. I'm excited to talk to everyone today. What a beautiful day out, starting to warm up. Yeah, gosh, finally. We're finally starting to... Uh, it, it, at least we can see spring on the calendar, right? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Troy, you, you're the one that always gets the emails. So what are, what are people yeah. asking about this week? You know, so the, so let me look at my email here real quick. So the question was this week, and I thought this was really interesting was what are some of the current trends that we're seeing in chiropractic and how are those going to affect us down the road in the next few years? That is, mm. gosh, that is a deep, Big broad topic, but we'll we'll try to keep it kind of narrow. That's huge. Down. Oh yeah. How many how many hours do we have for this? Well, yeah, this is an eight hour class, and we're gonna we're gonna try to give you a couple highlights in twenty minutes that you can yeah. use today. Yeah. This is a bad piece of meat. The more we chew it, the bigger it's gonna get. But exactly. uh, you know, it, it it's actually an interesting um, conversation because you know the the pandemic has obviously caused us to have to pivot in our businesses. Um, you know, we're, we're doing new things like, you know, all the cleaning procedures, the safety procedures, we're marketing different. Um, you know, you're, you're probably wearing masks. You've got touchless payment systems and, you know, you may have uh, plexiglass up now at the front counter. It's just, there's so many things we had to just figure out overnight and pivot to really keep our businesses going. And, you know, luckily in the chiropractic profession, I think uh, at least what I see with our members um, have really done well. You know, mm -hmm. the, the, the pivot turned out to be a positive in the long run. <clears throat> but I think, I think there are some continued changes to happen. And when we look at the, uh, the future, when we look at the crystal ball, if you will, of just small business, there's a lot of interesting things happening out there. There's a lot of interesting statistics that I think point to some continued changes that we're going to see in the chiropractic profession. Right. So, so. don't, don't tease me. What, give me, <laughs> give me one here. Well, you know, I think, I think one interesting thing to look at, and you know me, I just, I like to look at just business trends and forecasting in general. You're a, you're a numbers guy. So that's I am a numbers I'm, guy. Yeah. When you, I, when you start talking statistics, I get excited because I know that it's going to be something that I can relate to my practice. Well, and so, so here's one interesting thing. 66% yeah. of employees are going to continue working at home long after the pandemic is done. And in fact, wow. a lot of, a, a lot of the gurus in uh, economic forecasting suggest that 60, that 66% number or close to that might be permanent. Okay. Oh, wow. So let's just pick that apart for a minute. So right. what does that mean? Well, from a, just a basic economic standpoint, that means there's going to be probably, especially in the bigger cities, a big glut of office space. Mm -hmm. So as a chiropractor, if you're looking to maybe expand your clinic a little bit or move into a new area, there may be some great opportunities to find right. some amazing space that maybe a couple of years ago you couldn't afford or couldn't think about being mm -hmm. in that high end of an area maybe um, mm -hmm. because I think office space is going to become fairly cheap coming up in the future. So that, that's right. one thing. But, but here's another thing that maybe affects our patients. If they're going to be working at home, think about the chiropractic schedule. 
what are right. what, what are the traditional at least in the old guard what are the traditional busy times of the day well people want to come in and see you before they go to work mm-hmm. or they want to come in and see you over lunch or they want to see you on the way home right right well they're not going out for lunch anymore because they're working right. at home and they're not coming home from work because they're already home so right. does that shift your 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 patient schedule during the day I right. think it does, at least for some people. I, I think you may see a totally different kind of traditional schedule than we've seen in the past. I think it'll shift your demographic as well, because we already know that people are only going to drive so far to those chiropractic appointments, and especially in larger cities. And so it may change your demographic. Well, you may be saying to yourself, oh, no, my demographic has changed. I'm going to lose some patients. I see it as an opportunity mm-hmm. that you've got a whole new demographic around the area where you're at because people may actually, you know, people may have worked close to your office and come to see you, yep. but they may live way over here or, or you may have other people that drove way over there to work and they live closer. So I think there's some opportunities with proper marketing to reach new folks as a result of, of these changes as well. Oh, I think you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right. You know, and think about, uh, you know, parents may have actually a little bit more disposable time on their hands. So Mm -hmm. if they're at home and the kids are home, even if they're back in school, the kids are going to be home in the afternoon when they get off of school. Parents may be able to bring their kids in more often. So that may open up more afternoons for family-based appointments where maybe you're seeing four or five people in an entire family, just one right after the other at the end of the day. I mean, talk about a practice builder. That's huge. Right. So what do you, what do you think about the, the whole schedule issue? Because as chiropractors, a lot of us have been very rigid over the years that we start at 7 a.m., we finish at 5.30, we're closed on Thursday. How do you see the schedule going over the next few years with people being on different schedules or flexible schedules now? How do you, how do you see that working? Well, I'm going to throw out an F word to you regarding that, and that is flexibility. It's not what you mm-hmm. thought I was going to say. <laughs> it's flexibility. And, yeah. and we're already seeing this. We're seeing more and more practices create more flexibility into their schedule, into their work week, into their patient times. You know, I'll give you a great example. Um, I know of a, of a practice. Um, this doctor is in a little bit smaller town, but mm-hmm. they have moved and shifted to uh, seeing patients on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of all things, they're closed the rest of the week and they see more patients in those, it's two and a half days. They see more patients in those two and a half days than a lot of doctors see all week. And it's total flexibility. So, you know, and, and we're seeing other shifts like that too. Yeah, the, one of the other things that I've seen from a trend standpoint that hasn't really caught on big yet, but I do see us heading this direction, is, and there's a couple of components to it. One, having your schedule be a little more spread out. And, mm-hmm. and I know that sometimes people go, well, you know, I want my private time or my free time as well. I think that you have to be regimented about how you do it. But here's the other component that ties into it. You're thinking to yourself, okay, well, uh, if I'm going to be available 12 hours a day, I don't really want to pay staff to be there 12 hours a day. And unfortunately, uh, for staff, I think things have changed as well to where a lot of times, like you talked about, we have touchless check-in, we're able to touchless pay. 
right. we're able. And so, and we're also, we see docs now going, Hey, text me to set up an appointment or yep. get on my app to set up an appointment. And so we're seeing a reduction in the number of staff needed to where you can spread your schedule out a little bit without increased cost, but you give increased availability to patients that now have a different schedule. And that's really what I call the concierge model of practice. And I think that, I think you're right. I think that is going to become more prevalent. I think you're going to see, um, <clears throat> downsizing from what we used to be and I don't I don't mean downsizing necessarily with staff and that kind of thing but I, I think I think becoming more efficient mm-hmm. and in in order to maintain social distancing I think you may be opening up the number of hours in the week that you schedule patients but creating more flexibility you know and you go back to right. changing work schedules you know, if if patients aren't coming to see you on their way home from work, they may want to see you before they start work in the mornings, before the kids even get up and those kind of things. So maybe you see a patient at 7 a.m. or even 6.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in order to, to create more capacity in your clinic, I think you're going to have to really start to get creative like that. And it's funny, as we start to see those practices that are latching onto that, Mm-hmm. Their profitability is just going through the roof. They're yeah. becoming hugely profitable. You know, we're starting to see some practices take consideration into taking a part-time employee, for example, to do mm-hmm. insurance and collections, but have them do it from home because mm-hmm. they can dial in remote to the system. Dial in, that's an old term. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, uh, but, dial but, in. But they can be VPN into your system. You know, right. th- there's all these different flexibilities that change things. And so you think about having that one staff person no longer in the building and now they're at home. Does that change right. the amount of square footage you need? So now yeah. you've cut down on rent and those kind of things. So that's what I'm talking right. about when we talk about profitability. Yeah, well, return on investment is important. And, and what, we, what we also see, which if you're looking for it, you can find it sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes you see docs that are looking for just a slot. They're looking, and I had somebody approach me at one point and say, hey, we're putting in a new clinic. We're pretty close to where you're at. Would you be interested in just having a slot so they could keep their clinic open for more hours? They could still service more patients and have the availability. So it doesn't all have to come down to one doctor sometimes. Sometimes you have the availability to say, hey, we're going to open this up a little bit broader and we're going to allow you. It's kind of, I I make it, I think of it akin sometimes to uh, some of the, uh, some of the salons, that have people that are filling chairs, you know, right. either they're paying a fee to be there or they're going to give you a percentage and you're able to actually get a bigger return on investment on your property. And you add a benefit to patients, which in my, in my estimation also keeps patients at your practice because they're going, I've got so much flexibility. Why would I ever leave? Yeah, exactly. And and there's all kinds of doctors out there right now who want to pick up some extra hours and some extra mm-hmm. money just as an associate doctor. And they want yeah. to come in and work an afternoon or a couple of evenings. You know, we, we know of uh, one of our members who um, Tuesday and I think it's Tuesday and Thursday evenings, um, he the owner goes home at five, but he's got yeah. another doctor that comes in from five to seven. Yeah. And now he's just increased his capacity by four hours every week. That's 16 hours a month. I mean, do the math on a, on a, oh, yeah. uh, on a average cost uh, collection visit average. Um, you're making some 
serious more extra dollars, which just increases your profitability even more. Yeah. So. And I think, I think that's a really great concept. And sometimes we as chiropractors are a little bit uh, resistant to that. Think of, well, we're not going to make as much money if I have another doctor in there. But the truth of the matter is if you allow availability for your schedule to be more open and you add that extra couple of hours, you may not make as much during that amount of time, but look at the benefit you give to patients and look at the name that you give for your clinic. I yep. think it's awesome when you when you set things up that way and allow that availability. Yeah, and I, I think one of the one of the kind of to piggyback on that, I think one of the trends we're gonna see over the next few years is a return to profitability as mm-hmm. opposed to growth. So yeah. <clears throat> like you and I talk about a lot, I think that really takes us way away from that old new patient model of right. running a practice into how do I grow a practice and create some flexibility around it and at the same time improve my profitability? I don't have to be the biggest clinic in town. I don't right. have to have nine locations. I just have to be right. profitable. And, you know, it's interesting how just looking at profit compared to growth. And again, you and I've talked about this many times. Growth requires a lot of capital behind it. Mm-hmm. It requires an investment to be put behind it. But when you just look at pure profitability, you're able to actually reduce your costs and you can have a smaller clinic that's more profitable than a lot of the big clinics are. So mm-hmm. don't get sucked into the idea of grow, grow, grow because that's not the trend right now. And I think if you put yourself in that in that spot, you put yourself in a dangerous position. You know, you have any kind of little glitch, any mm-hmm. kind of uh, tightening up of pandemic rules or anything like that, and it could choke you real fast. Yeah, well, it, it, we see with patients as well, they're driving some of this. It's not just Absolutely. all us, but if you're listening to your patients, they're not just coming in for the uh, once a month adjustment or the I'm going to get adjusted when my back hurts kind of thing. You have patients coming in asking you about all kinds of different treatment modalities. Now, uh, I get some really complex nutritional questions. And so if you love, if you love the ones you're with, I think that was a, that was a a verse in a song, right? Love the ones you're with. So if you love the ones you're with, What I mean is you take care of the folks that are already in your practice. They actually desire more than just an adjustment. And if you are constantly pushing growth, 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 it makes it really hard to take a step back and look at the whole person, which is something that we have, you know, we preach as chiropractors. We want people to be healthy and we want their whole body, you know, to be taken care of. But yet a lot of times we get to putting our heads down and just adjusting this patient, adjusting that patient out the door, out the door. And somebody says, hey, what about such and such nutrition? And it goes in one ear and out the other. And you really don't even take the opportunity to stop and talk to that patient about something that may be life-changing for them. So yeah. I think the smaller practice with more return on investment and not chasing new patients all the time is a huge trend for the future. Well, it is. And you touched on something in there <clears throat> that really is a big trend since the pandemic's hit. And again, is going to continue on far into the future. And that's patients, consumers in general, but our patients are looking to have a relationship with their doctor. And I don't mean to date you or something like that, but 
they they want they want to have a relationship. It's not about just outcomes. And mm-hmm. you know, ten years ago, that new patient model worked great, and it was really just about outcomes. Mm-hmm. And as long as you got good outcomes for people, people would refer other people in. It doesn't work right. that way today. Since the pandemic has happened, people want compassion, they want empathy, they want an experience in the clinic. You know, so mm-hmm. that that whole Disney experience idea that we've preached for years right. really comes into play now. And people people are looking for companies now that actually have core values and show that they back them up. Um, peop- uh, companies who have uh, strong community-mindedness to them, that's what consumers are looking for right now. And if you're a, if you're a big multi-location practice, not that you can't do it. It's just harder to do, especially when you draw it back to return on investment and profitability. Yeah, I think I think we're going to see a big shift to a different kind of practice um, born out of this pan- pandemic, and I think it's going to continue for many years. Yeah, and I, and I think the folks that we're really talking to is not somebody that has a large practice that that is just firing on all cylinders right now obviously they're doing something right sure what we're talking about is those of you that are trying to either expand your practice go to that next level in practice there's really a lot of things you can do without having to get caught up in that new patient model chasing new patients all the time and you know we talked a little bit just a few minutes before we even got on the cop on the podcast today we talked a little bit about return on investment and profitability in practice and i think that's really one of the two things that all of us want the other one is enjoyment we want yeah. to enjoy what we do and if you are running in circles chasing your tail it's really hard to enjoy what you're doing profitability will often put a smile on your face and you'll start enjoying what you do in practice Amen. And I, that, that's probably a great place to even end this conversation because profitability and enjoyment are so coupled together. Um, and, and Trey and I both can tell you, because we both have had big, big practices mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of stress that goes behind it. And yeah. it's not always, it's big, but the investment that you're constantly putting back into it, that return on investment, which leads to profitability isn't always there the way you want it to be. So, oh yeah, that's the grass is not always greener. It, it, that's exactly what I was just going to say. The grass is not always greener. There were people over the years that have come to both of us and said, wow, what a big practice you have. And, you know, I akin that sometimes to look at the big bad wolf and saying, my, what big eyes you have. You know, sometimes you're not sure what you're getting into with, with that question. You may open a whole Pandora's box of the hundred things that I'm thinking of every day, just to try to make sure that we remember, remain profitable, that elusive yeah. chase, which is a tough one. My, my common answer to that used to be, here are the keys, good luck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, Trey, as always, um, great conversation and uh, hope everybody out there um, got some good out of this. So if you have questions, Troy, where do they email you at? They can email me at Troy at consultants.com troy at catsconsultants.com send me your questions if you've got something you want to hear us talk about specifically um, send me a specific question and you can be as specific as you want or if you have two or three questions that tie in we are more than happy to jump on 
sitting here and give us, you know, we'll, we'll go off like a shotgun. We'll talk <laughs> for 20 minutes and tell, <laughs> and, and tell you everything that we might know about that topic at that time. Absolutely. And as you've probably figured out, Trey and I can banner about anything. So, oh yeah, <clears throat> Trey, it's good to see you today. Uh, look yep. forward to uh, our, our next time on the KC Cairo Pulse podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping you keep your pulse on success. Be sure to check us out at catsconsultants.com. And from all of us here at Cats Consultants, stay informed and stay well adjusted. We'll see you next see time. See you later.